Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Life can flip in a matter of seconds. One morning you waking up in the projects. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog. My boy. Hockey sucks. Roxy for one. Hockey sucks. You might as well wear Roxy for never-ending beers. I want to fall on my face after the weekend of gambling I had. I felt like I just need to go to the Roxy back bar. <laughs> Order a bunch Jagger of shots, Peter Bones. Just get so drunk that I just stumble out the, out the back door. Yeah. And then and you go me. home drunk. Yeah. Loser. Yeah. Tongue hanging out of your mouth. Man, what your a what a first round. I mean. I mean that we're gonna this is yeah. well what happened over the weekend on Sunday in particular, you know, we're having an uppies world party time. Actually, I'm at my buddy Cody's birthday party and looking forward to a couple exciting game sevens. And what a disappointment to start off witnessing the biggest collapse in modern day NHL history. So, you know, how fucking my nervous were they? Boston was nervous. Like, Boston could not hold on to a puck. Couldn't make a pass. They, they fought it. They had no pressure they were and 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 it goes back to saying i'd much rather be in the florida panthers position than in their position because they they were a completely different team than we've ever seen them play this year in home game yeah. seven what are the odds that you know the best team in the league 60 you know 60 wins whatever the fuck it's nuts i mean i i can't understand i i i I'm trying to put myself in the Boston Bruins dressing room where you've played all year. You're, you're, you got, you broke the record for most points. You had 65 fucking wins. You did everything you could to have this game at home. And you were up 3-1. And in my mind, I'm like, up dog. These guys are lucky to be in game seven. Let's fucking bury them. And let's go out and Southie after this game. Tonight. Totally. Like, how could you be nervous? I don't get it. You should have been excited. Like, I get maybe because of the record and, and the best team and all that. But like... You played your guts out to get home ice and to come out that flat and make that many bad passes. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like they were getting their asses kicked. First two periods, it was heads up, um, you know, and shout out to Florida. I mean, they just, well, what, what they did and what they did within their room. And we don't even know half the stories. You know, Maddie Kachuk's been an amazing, obviously amazing player, um, showing his leadership skills, showing his, his game time plays. But what he's been able to share with the media on, on their mentality has been a great dive into to you know modern day psychological warfare. Yeah, he's good at it. He's up to it again. He he's, said he's he good. said today in his in his morning skate presser after he yeah. went out there and threw a little backhand sauce. Actually, probably took the option. Um, he said Toronto's the best team left. Well, he's yeah, the yeah, best the team. The prize left. you get for beating the best team in the league is you get the next is best facing team. the next best team in the league. 
So it's a little bit, yeah, I doubt we're, Toronto's the next best, yeah. but anyway. Well, we're, we're going to get into the series as I want to get your opinion on it, obviously, because you're hot. But but listen to this, right? Like, so I've never been a big hedger, right? Like, I just think hedging's kind of, it's soft, right? You hedge your bets, it's a little yeah. soft. Yeah, depends. So I wake up Sunday at the Rich Carlton downtown, little hung cheese, and I drive home, and, and it, doesn't even it doesn't even click into me that if I just take Florida, right? So I had Boston at minus 310 in the series. So I could have taken Florida for, for, for three grand and hedged it. And then I could have taken Seattle for minus 210 for them to win 2000 and hedged the abs bet. And I could have came out of it scot-free and I would have been yeah. even for the first round. Yeah. I would have lost no money. What do I do? Fucking hammer the Bruins at minus 220 and hammer the abs at minus 210 and just take it in the tailpipe like you've never taken. Yeah. The biggest loss in the history of gambling for me on one day. <laughs> on one day. And yeah. you want to talk about just being hung over and watch. I mean, yeah. listen, when Boston lost and then, you know, the Avs come out and, and credit to your boy Grubauer. I mean, it could have been uh, McKenna could have had four in the first. Yeah. And I'm like, here we go. Here's a game seven. And then Ben Myers. I've been chirping this guy the entire season and I know it's a bad bounce, but he goes to the net. He hits his glove, goes in his own net. Then Bjorkstrom comes down and rips one posting in and. You know, another offside challenge. Lekin and drag your fucking foot. Like, I just don't get why these guys don't drag their toes more, but that can happen in a game seven. Yeah. Like, that can happen. That game one didn't shock me as much. That one I kind of saw coming. The boss I just one remember, stopped. you know, and, and, and shout out to Chicken Parm because he's, you know, he's covered a couple fucking of these game sevens. Parm, but, but what he did say this last one is you can't wait to get into game sevens. Like, you can't just sit around and watch the game happen before your eyes because next thing you know, it's fucking middle of the second period and you're playing catch-up. As soon as the puck drops in a game seven, Obi, you don't have any, right? Not in the show. So I've got three. Yeah. Three or four. Apparently, uh, I got a few. And, but anyway, I just remember the first period being like, fuck, just okay, keep your body in check. Like, don't do anything stupid. No penalties. But fucking a embrace this like come out flying show the building your energy show if you're on the road fucking bury these guys like you know yeah what we witnessed was a hot goalie against the avs grubauer and bjorkstrand who could have had five goals sure. two for three off the bar we had pucks in in areas well how is he getting pucks in there like I, he's not i mean he's not the, fucking nathan mckinnon the Avs had one line like you can yeah. see bedard was trying to time it that literally we used to chirp Rob Niedemeyer. Getsy would call him a human clock killer. Now, that's what the third and fourth line was for the Avs. Like, if I'm those boys, you know, you see Kiel McCarr sitting in his equipment, didn't want to take it off. Eric Johnson crying because it's probably his last game as an Av. Ranton and McKenna. Like, these guys, they got to be feeling like, man, I didn't do anything. They did nothing. They literally, their third and fourth line did nothing. Nothing. Like, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Like, McCarr was trying his guts off. McKenna, they were all trying. But you can't win yeah. with one line. No, I mean, Helm is a big, that yeah. he didn't. He wasn't able to get in the series. I don't know where Duchushkin is. Well, Eve, yeah. Yeah. We're, I think the reports are coming out there. That's, that's a tough situation. Is there? I haven't seen anything about it. It's just, uh, he's, he, he's in one. They just missed him, man. I mean, fucking a, he they missed, missed him, but he fucked, he fucked up. He can't, you know, you can't let your team down fucking nights, nights before games like that. Totally. You know? And, and they missed Landy. And, you know, one thing that, regular season, I guess now more than ever with all these power plays and I guess it's the power plays is you can win with a line and a half. The avalanche down the stretch won 18 to 20 for me for bets. I text loops after the trade deadline. And I said, fella, take the abs the rest of the way home. He never did. Cause he was too busy living life, but they went 18 for 20 for me. And there was not one part of me that thought, Oh, come playoff time. What about their third and fourth line? Yeah. I just thought they'd keep rolling and the Kraken had more depth and, and the abs had zero depth. Up yeah. Front. Zero. 
Yeah, the one thing in that series I looked at was can the can Seattle find a way to to score with their depth because they don't have these game breaking players. Yeah. They don't have game breaking guys that are just going to score two a night like the Oilers and win these games. And Avery talked about it in our podcast with them. Yeah, like Drysaddle will win fucking four games in the first round for the Oilers. Like if he plays well, McDavid, same thing. They don't have game breaking fucking guys in Seattle, but they got the goaltending. They all chipped in, like you just said. I think they. You know, they had the most players with a goal in the first round. They might have had 16 different players score a goal in the yeah. first round. That is what wins hockey games. That separates yourselves from, in a seven-game long series, What what's going to be the difference? Is everyone chipping in, like you just said? Oh. Um, it was a great, fucking great battle, but Boston. Jesus, fuck. How much money did the fucking bookies make in Boston, you think? <sighs> oh, fuck. Everyone, have- everyone got rinsed. Everyone got rinsed. Think about it in Boston in particular. I mean, if you went if you went with guys that are 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 degenerates like ourselves or guys that gamble. Which a lot of them are in Boston. A lot of them are in Boston. <laughs> if anything, they laid off it. Right? They said, I don't want to take Boston at minus two twenty. They nobody was taking the Panthers that I've spoken to. Nobody was. I've heard guys I've talked to say I didn't bet at those because it, the line was too big and it, it was a game seven that can happen. But I haven't heard too many people that took Boston games. So, so I want to bring up, I, I, mean, met, I met a guy, shout out to this, this guy. He's a badass poker player. His name's Greg Mueller. He lives up in Vancouver, friend of the pod. I saw him in Seattle and he's a, he's a sports better. Yeah. So he kind of dove into a little bit of the mindset on, on how Vegas is making their lines. And when you see like that line that just makes you want to take it because they're like, how does this team lose a game? Vegas is smart, right? They put these lines there for a reason, especially hockey with money lines and how it's, you know, you yeah. can't bet like football. Anyway, for, so so he went on and, and he states this on the Sunday with the two games, two game sevens. And you have, here's why it's so profitable to bet an underdog long-term with a mentality like this. Because that day, Obi, a thousand bucks on Florida was plus 190, okay? Yeah. So you win 1,900 or you lose, it's only a thousand. Thousand bucks on the Kraken, exact same thing, but it was plus one eighty. So, if you go two and zero, your profit there is thirty seven hundred. If you go zero and two, you're only losing two grand. But if you go one and one, you're profiting eight or nine hundred bucks with a one and one bet. Yeah. Okay. Vase versus if you took the fucking favorites on a day like this, when Vegas wants you to take these favorites. Are you, you making, are you trying to make me relive no, it? No, I know, but I, I lived it. What's he trying to do here, Max? I Is he making it. me relive it? I'm helping the fucking mindset of, of betters. <laughs> like, I'm helping. Now, you bet with your heart. No, you I got bet three I, more I, rounds to, to I, I you bet, bet with your heart. I bet looking at it as an ex-player. Any Anytime I bet something, to me, I'm looking at it from a perspective so of an ex-player. So you knew Nutushkin wasn't in. You knew that McKinnon had one line. Yeah. You knew that they were getting beat all series, basically. They had a tough time with Seattle. Yeah. And the line was the way it was, and you still thought they were going to go in and, and beat him? I thought Grubauer was going to have a stinker. Okay. I thought he was due for a stinker, and he proved me wrong. He stood on his fucking head. Yeah. If he doesn't stand on his head, the Avs win that hockey game. Now, the Bruins, to me, coming out like that, I didn't see that coming. No, no, no. As, exactly. as an ex-player, I'm like, they're going to come so, out. So he's, he's saying... Um, without betting with your heart, this is how you should look at a, a day like that where the lines are so twisted up, like where there's two heavy favorites. That, and, and listen, well, uh, it was one versus eight, huh? It was both one versus eight, in both, yeah, in both, or no, two versus seven, I guess, Colorado because Vegas, yeah, but, the but they both had such great series back and forth that it could be a toss up. It's hockey, right? So, like, yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm only pointing this out because I think like you a lot, mm-hmm. where I think like an ex player, I think like a how can they lose? But the lines being so 
drawn up well, like this, it, it makes... In a game seven, you realize any team, any team can lose. Now, I see what you're saying, but I look at it also, like down the stretch, there was a couple times where I took the Avalanche at minus 400. Now, that's Vegas trying to scare me off of it. And they were trying, in my opinion, they, I think Vegas was making those lines minus 220 to scare you off of them. The, like, yeah. People would have thought that Boston was definitely going to win. Yeah, totally. 100%. So sometimes I look at it like, you got to give your balls a tug because Vegas made this line so high that they're trying to scare me off it. They're trying to make me take the puck line. I know. I know. They want me you're, to, not, you're not wrong. Yeah. But, but this, this end is just where it's like crazy. Because you go 2-0 and picking those teams, you only profit 2000 bucks. If you go 0-2, you lose 4400 and if you go one and one, you go one and one, which is odds are what happens. I know you still lose twelve hundred bucks. It's it's fucking Vegas, is what I'm saying. These pricks. Well, there's a reason there's a city built on gambling. We're we're, we're not yeah. going to take them down, but we, we just got to limit the damage. So anyway, here. dogs, dogs, and shout out to Greg because that's that's just I think our listeners like to hear that. Yeah, and then the Rangers game seven was. You know, credit to you and your Devils. Frosty, fuck your hair looked great on the bench after the game. Devils Frosty's, fans are mutants, so you're not wrong about mutants. that. Did you see them out outside after the game? Yeah, they're, they're playing the Rangers. They're playing on, the they're Rangers goal song. I guess that's just a little salt in the wound for them. Or yeah, what? I mean, I think it's it's a big rivalry like this. I, I thought about this last night because listening to Paul Maurice post game uh, after Game Seven, where he's like, you know, I'm going to have guys in this locker room that will always remember this moment, and we're going to be able to use that in training camp videos, in videos where I have to talk to these guys, and they always have this moment, right? This yeah. will be used for for young draft picks who come up yeah. watching this for 10 years. Yeah. So, right, you get that for 10 fucking years. You win a series like that. Now, vice versa, it, it, we have Devils, Rangers. That doesn't happen very often. The battle across and, the and pond. And maybe and this is because I lost. Uh, I got fucking whacked in it, but I thought the series in general sucked. sucked. Yeah, it did. Now, the Truba hit. Fucking oh seven God. games too late there, big boy. I thought, now, if we went Jesus, back to Max and said, go back in the archives, the fucking I thought that was something that could happen to maybe a Jack Hughes. Maybe maybe Truba gets Jack Hughes early in the series. Maybe he gets Nico Heischer. Maybe he gets <sighs> Jesper Bratt. Well, he got Timo Meyer. Oh, my God. Did he ever? And Timo came back and shook his hand after like a man. So good on Timo. Yeah. But I thought that Truba would do that earlier in the series and, and try to intimidate these guys. And they just didn't. And they couldn't keep up with the Devils, as everyone knows. And the effort that Panarin put out in that game. And I've said it to you. I've said it to Jackie on our segment that I thought he was the biggest superstar in, in the city. That was a tough effort for him. Real tough effort yeah. for him. So Who do, who do you think stole who, who stole that series to you? Like, I mean, I thought Pilat was, was big. big. I thought yeah. Pilat was well, big What a for goal. Them. By the way, what a goal I and what a pickup. I thought Adam Fox was awful. Yeah, yeah. Especially well, you were right. He's not, he's not fast. His boots are so slow. Like, but, but that's, he slows the game down, but against a team like New Jersey, can't slow the game down. They're fucking coming at you. Yeah. I think if Chris Jury, when they start their meetings, whenever that takes place, they're going to adjust that they got to get faster. Right. Yeah. The Rangers look slow. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in game one and two, they looked unbelievable. Like I thought it was going to be, I'm like, they're going to sweep these young little fuckers right out of town and, and give credit to the devils. They, they, the goalie changed though. Who the, who's this? I never, who's this guy? He's a great Did goal. you have him in your depth chart? Did you know he was going to get his world? You didn't know who this guy was. He's, I mean, fuck. <laughs> now you do. You need three goalies, but I mean, I didn't know they had this guy up their sleeve. He either. looks calm. He looks like Carey Price in there. The way he moves, he just is like, he made some saves yesterday. The one on, um, he made a big save on Trochi. Trochi. And even the one on Zibanejad when he missed fired in the first period, that was going top shelf. Most goalies come across that. That's it. Zibanejad was terrible too. To cut your hair. Terrible. Just, just trim the hair up. The whole Rangers What's D looks slow. Hair? Their D looks slow. 
Yeah, I mean, I listen. Would just, I have liked the, the New York Rangers to still be in the playoffs for hockey? It would have been great. But the Devils, I just, I'd been riding them. I had said, man, I'm Frosty and Jack Hughes and, and the boys. I mean, how does that, just that Jack Hughes it. doesn't mind sniffing a breakaway, does he? He is, he is very dynamic. I haven't been able to watch him play a lot, but I did this series. He's, he's as good as they come. Let's, let's look at the stats here for the New Jersey Devils over the course of the series. Because they didn't really score a whole lot of fucking no, goals, No, and they're not they? going to next round either against they're Carolina not. I thought Hurricanes. they were an offensive juggernaut. That's yeah. what all these mutants kept telling me. We're fast. We're fast. Yeah, but they, they are look fast. at the line. They played Sisterkin. Jack Hughes had five points in seven games. That's a decent series. Pilot five and seven. Heesher, five apples. Jasper Brad had an empty net goal. That was the only goal he got. Yeah. Timo Meyer, no goals. I mean, the McLeod goal in game seven was big. Ep- epic goal. Big goal yeah. for a fourth liner. Yeah, same with Tatar. Two Tatar Tar. Huge goal. That was such a bad and by play the way, by Fox. Holy fuck. By the way, what, what a play by our boy uh, that we had dinner with. Um, Johnny Marino? Johnny Marino. He was great. He is a big factor in that team. Their D are their D are their backbone to me. Yep. And I got to be honest, I didn't watch the Devils a whole lot this year. Like I just kind of embraced chirping their fans because it's of kind of fun to do. But yeah. I bet you I watched the Devils play five to ten times max, and that might have been a period. I just didn't watch them. Um, I heard I knew that they were fast and this and that. I just they looked nervous in game one or two, they, and they bounced yeah. back and they found a way to win. So, um, Andy I, Ross, I still, baby, I'm still I love Frosty so much. I want Frosty to win, but he's already got a cup, right? Yeah, but that's been too. He's long already now. got a cup. Yeah, but it's back in fucking two thousand and what three, four? No, he got it. In, he got the one with the wings in 07, I think. Yeah, you know, no, Frosty needs another run. Yeah, it's good for hockey. Okay, well, we're gonna get in the playoff series, but the game sevens, it's great. It's great for hockey. It's great for hockey. Um, refs were pretty good in that, I thought. Eh, refs were all right. Did you see the clip? In Boston, where Steve Casari's fucking telling the guy, yeah. "Don't fucking try me," Don't and it's on the mic. Me, Don't said. fucking test me. How is Steve Casari still out there? How old is that fucking? He guy? was in the dub when I was in the dub. He so was he was, he was young a when WHL we were in the He came in the league same time as me. Two thousand early two thousand. Steve Casari made the jump from junior there, so he's been a twenty year journeyman. He'll Crazy. be around. Yeah. He'll be around. Yeah, it, it, it was great. The game sevens were great. I wish yeah. I would have maybe hedged my bets like a smart guy. But anyways, you go down with the ship. Uh, up dog, real quick in our intro before we jump into the next rounds. Um, the NFL draft, man. Yeah. This kid, Will Levis. I fell for him, bro. I mean. Why? Because his girlfriend's I'm, hotter than yours? Bro, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, his sister was the smoke show, wasn't it his sister? I think she stole the show, but yeah. he had the girlfriend and the sister there. He, the, the one blonde I think his sister was a rock. I think we were all, fuck, I forgot to text Princey, but we, we need Princey to pull up like all-time hottest uh, draft girlfriends. Well, his girlfriend, was, his girlfriend was looking you? around the other tables because every pick that went was yeah. about fucking $2 million out of his wallet. I felt for the guy, man. That's... What's he doing though? I going? mean, well, it just it was he was projected to go anywhere from first overall no, to fourth. No, but I think he got called out for like his, his the decision making of his passes and stuff. Like there was a knock on him that could have sent him to where he got picked, but he just trusted. Like he, that's bad advice though, right? Well, or, I, I I don't think the Colts knew who they were going to take if they were going to okay. take Richardson or him at four. But yeah. after they took Richardson, nobody else needed a quarterback. I so know, so I would have just left. You what probably could have left. Yeah. You probably could have went to Due West and started. Oh, they're in Kansas City. Go get some barbecue, maybe. Go fuck. Didn't your he say he was going top five? He he came out to the media and said, "I'm going top five. I watched every. I watched a lot of pregame shows that morning on ESPN, <sighs> and they've had him and, and half of them had him going to Indy, and half of them had Indy taking Richardson. It was. A, it, I think it was a toss up, and he just got sizzled. God, 
What do you think That's the girlfriend t- did when he got home? Gave him a sympathy bag, or was she like, uh, "What's what am I doing here?" She probably didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of bananas, though, man. I fell for watching that. Like, that's probably cost him twenty five million bucks, man. Yeah, he went second round in the first pick of the second. I'd round fire my agent tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck, no, hundred percent. It's it's on your agent too. Like, put me in this spot, you prick. Isn't it? That's not what he's known for. Is being that guy that sat there. Yeah, with a hot chick and a hot sister. Now he's known for that. He's fucking he's, just like jacked. everyone's gonna be like, "Who's this third string coming in now? Like, who just got hurt?" No, we'll always. Max is right. We'll like whenever he, get when, picked, he starts the Titans, the Titans took him. But whenever he makes his first start, we'll be like, "Up dog." Remember, this is the guy that sat yeah, in the draft yeah, no, for 100%. four hours. Yeah, yeah, I would have left. You're right. Leave and just Leave. go get banged up. Especially if you know you're not gonna. If now there's no quarterbacks for a round. Yeah. Leave. That's where his agent should be. Like, should have been, buddy. Hey. You know, the camera's going to be on you now, you know, especially you brought your hot girlfriend in here. Like they're already on you. <laughs> your but hot now, sister they're, too, now they're really going to be on you. Like, d- yeah, let's just, you know, politely, let's get up and say, thanks for having us. Yeah. Fucking go. Out of, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm going to get some barbecue and have a couple. Cause that, that looks isn't bad. I fall from 54 million viewers. NFL does it right. Three day draft. I mean, they just made it cool. Like, I just thought it was great again. So uh, good on them. Back up the Brinks truck. Our boy, Lamar Jackson, 185 million guaranteed. Yeah. How would that, how would you feel? That about, was worth the wait. He's like, what? The seventh best quarterback in the NFL. Well, what, 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 where would you think he is? Three years ago, he was the best. Yeah, he's been hurt. I think, I think he's up there still. I think he's top five. Top five. Top five. I think what he does with his legs is, I think he's the best running quarterback. He runs with three legs, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, they drafted a wide receiver for him. Poor, Andrew, poor Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. They take a defensive player. Yeah. Packers again take a defensive player. Total What's wrong with these Jets guys in Green moves. Bay, man? They don't like drafting offensive guys, eh? Build from the back end. I guess right? defense wins. Yeah. I mean, it could be a separator, but but maybe those players are just so dynamic. I mean, look at Green Bay's separated. last two quarterbacks. They're not guys that they... Drafted high, paid, you know, paid a buttload of money off the top, right? Favre and, and, yeah. and Rodgers, neither of them were first-round picks, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, they had something in them. I mean, imagine, winning pedigree. I mean, you got a nice signing bonus on you, but imagine being a first-rounder and getting like 25 bananas guaranteed. Is that paid right over right away? There you go. Huh? How are you? So. Uh, last but not least on our intro here, I want to give a shout out to a couple of Port Oak boys. They're going, oh. they're going toe to toe. Uh, shout out to uh, the Erickson, Christian Erickson back home at Port Hope. He's the one that told me about this. Um, Dylan Wakeley for the North Bay Battalion and Owen Beck for the Pedro Peets. Two Port Hope boys playing in the Eastern Conference Finals in the nice, OHL. Nice. And Dylan Wakeley, he won the Humanitarian of the Year or was a finalist for the Humanitarian oh, of the Year. He's a good guy. Good kid. Yeah, good kid. Something I was never up for. By the way, kids, you should all be going for that award. Yeah. It's a good award. That's a great award. I was classic player of the year back in the day. Yeah. That's crazy. That's to a me. tough one. Did you cheat? Did you cheat on the test? No, I wasn't cheating. Did you cheat? But no, I had like, you know, a couple <laughs> you had tutors. Help. I had a couple some girls tutors. that were helping you, eh? Yeah, I had some tutors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyways, go get it, boys. I hope one of them I hope one of those guys can go to the Memorial Cup because I think we're gonna go back to your yeah. old stomping ground. So yeah, we are. Uh good for those boys, Dylan Wakely, Owen Beck, keeping poor up on the map. We already did Uppy's World, right? Uppy's World. Uppies yeah, World, it was a, a shout out. But I got, you know, Logan's fifth birthday. I shout out to Cody and yeah. Grace's kid. They did a beautiful party at their house. They had the uh, snow cones. Izzy loved the snow cones. What's not to love? Uh, beautiful backyard. I gave uh, and shout out to Sean May from the Oilers. He uh, Good guy, was man. kind enough to give me a McDavid jersey. So I gave little Logan a, a McDavid signed jersey. Um, 
you know, and I said, hey, I'm putting some cash on the Oilers to win the cup here. So let's go wear this jersey when you watch the games. I'm all in on the oil. We're going to get into that. But yeah. that guy's a good dude. We, we had a couple with him at the yeah, JW Marriott. He's a beauty. Shout yeah. out to Shane Knight. He too had a couple with him. Yeah, Sheriff. Good guy. Real good guy. Yeah, I, I, I talked to Ed, Eddie O about that. Did I tell you that story? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah a couple I, times. I, I, thought, I told Eddie O I liked it. And then the next game, he stopped calling the Sheriff. So I don't know. They if, got good chemistry, those boys. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Eddie O's great. Played the game. He's great. TAT in general is doing a hell of a job. So uh, we'll be right back. Fella. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Updog, my man. Uh, fella, fella. DraftKings, baby. Oh, shit. Should we look at some Listen, lines? We've talked about playoffs. gambling here, and, and you've made your point about, I think you was calling me a sucker for taking the favorites, but was that what you're calling? You're saying I took a massive favorite. I know, and joking. I bet the favorite in the I'm series. It's I'm tough. But something that I think when you talk about it from a gambling perspective, and this is now I'm not talking as an ex-player, because as an ex-player, if you were on my team, I would not want this information out there. But when the NHL tells me that um, Kale McCarr has a lower body injury, mm. I want to know as a gambler, what is it? Does he have a fucking bruise on his knee or is his right groin hanging on by a thread? Because it's going to dictate to me what my bet is. Now, how healthy is Kale McCarr? Like, what is it? Is it groin? Is it a hip? Like, to me, lower body, upper body, it just doesn't do it anymore, especially when it comes to gambling. In the NFL, they say, Odell Beckham, he's got a bad fucking hammy. He can't run. I think it's something they got to think about in the NHL I, when it comes to gambling. Now, there's a way to look at this, and I think from a perspective of, do we want hockey to be a gambling sport? It already is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It's the biggest. Well, why, why, do why? we? Yes, we do. Of course we do. So yeah. that would be just the question I, I think needs to, you know, you're Batman, you're Bill Daly, you're like some team managers, you're all kind of sitting in the round table. Now it's like, okay, guys, gambling is becoming bigger and bigger. Our sponsors are DraftKings, our sponsors are whatever, right? We need to now implement better information through the pipeline of the NHL that allows people to have more strategy to gambling because this is an issue. But I, I just want to know how banged up he is. The NFL gambling is so massive that that's why there is more totally. money laid on that than, than hockey. Maybe the big guys in hockey that like to really fire cash are like, fuck, you can't. Hockey is too hard to bet on because of these reasons, right? Yeah. So is it, is it something that the NHL needs to look at? Because we, you know, we need to accommodate more to the sports better. That gets more eyes on the TV. That gets more viewership, gets yeah. more sponsors. Yeah, you're right. What I'm saying is, is this needs to be a round table because, you know, gambling is, is now officially fucking coming out in all States and it's, it's a real thing. And we need information like this. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, the days of, even from when we played and before us, right. Of, okay. If I knew you had a fucking something wrong with your elbow that yeah. i would come in and whack your elbow yeah. i would have when i played i would have done that 100 yeah, yeah yeah i don't think the the kids that play now are necessarily going to go after Connor mcdavid's right knee if you if, if you come out and say Connor mcdavid's dealing dealing with a right knee contusion or a right knee strain because that's what they say in the nfl and yeah. come playoff time in the nhl i think when it comes to gambling purposes that would be good information for people to see how banged yeah. up they really are yeah, oh, yeah low, of course. Low, like victor hedman was playing with a fucking popped out hip now yeah. we all thought he was playing with something that was back yeah, or hip but, but what is it but what is it yeah because as players we know like oh is it a broken pinky yeah because okay I, I can handle fucking you know Kucherov with a broken pinky but if Kucherov has a fucking torn labrum yeah I might be like that's the difference in the game exactly so fuck it 
Yeah. Or if he's got like a, a broken thumb, right? Yeah. You've played with a broken thumb. Yeah, like maybe he can't, different maybe than he a can't dangle or his wrist is like, yeah, like there's stuff that could, I think for betters like out it, there. You know, someone I'm told me, if someone inch. told me my opponent off of a face-off had a broken thumb, I'm, I'm giving him a love tap. I'm giving him a more than a love tap. I'm two-handed. Him, as but that's as I the can. same in like football. If a guy's like, you know, if a guy's got a bad right ankle, you're fucking tackling his right ankle. If you have a chance to go at both of his feet, you're yeah. going to try to go with the right one. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Am I just I think football is a lot harder to target a specific body part than hockey. Oh, yeah. we've got a weapon. we got a stick. Yeah. You get just a little poke. And there's a lot more just like moving side by side with somebody in hockey than in football where it's. Look, Max played football. Yeah. Eh? He's, he was a starting lineman. I would have liked to fucking take a run at Max on the football uh, field. I'll yeah. tell you that. What Safety. position were you, Max? Hey, he I goes up. Let's play defense. He goes oh, up defense. and just goes to grab one. You just hear the safety just a, and just, just a fucking take the right knee out. Pierce him right in the, the chest. Old. I was the safety taking the knees out. Oh, so. I would have tried to run right through you then. I would have just came at yeah. you. Barrel, just <laughs> tuck that ball, put the helmet down, spearhead him. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I think it's something that I, you know, upper body, lower body. Ooh, it's a big secret. I don't tell the boys what's going on. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think like, and Max very well could be right that it's, it's easier in hockey to, to go after a guy and slash him in the, uh, there's no slash anymore because they're going to call penalty. But do you think these kids are built the same way as we were and our previous guys before us? Chris Pronger, whoever, Dougie Gilmore. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to use that as to try to get them out of the series. I think they've become that soft. <laughs> I think it's I mean. that fucking soft out there. Um, I mean, you'd think they'd still have hockey IQ of like, hey, you know. I'm like Corey Perry's going to do it. Yeah, you want an advantage on the guy next to you because, you know, when that last fucking buzzer hits, if you're not – you know, yeah. winning four games, they're moving on, and that's the you only know, I would take it every, every well, advantage. I know you every that's, advantage and that's you have as I, an athlete, you would need to take it. And that's why I would take you on my teammate day of the week. Yeah. Bad for many other reasons, but I don't think there's many Scotty Upshells buzzing around out there anymore. Yeah. In fact, I know there's not. That hit. Can we go back to that hit? That was that fucking hit. crazy. You know what? I tripped you because I, I did was eat like, the weed I, gummy, I, but I, that no, was but as strong of a hit. I as, went back and looked at the Scott Stevens on Paul Korea hit. It's the same. Trubas was harder. I know it was. it was harder. The neck whiplash, like and, he and him, like his, his head was like just this. like if this was his shoulder. How does like, he uh, feel this morning? How does Meyer feel this morning? I mean, but that is that's what hurts. <laughs> Winning beaks, hurts. His Hockey beaks hurts. In one. Let's yeah. say that his beaks in one. Like when, when you look at the UFC, like the UFC is fucking a tough sport. And, and you might win a, you might win the fucking fight, but in the second round, when you got fucking KO'd and fell back and you guys were like, wow, that hurts. This yeah. sport hurts. Hockey fucking hurts. Okay. That's just Big the way it is and clean hits are clean hits and they'll never fucking be taken out of the game. Yeah. That could you come through the middle of the ice like that and fucking Truba is on the ice heads up because yeah. that that could, if that happens in game three or four. I, I'm yeah, with you. It's different. The New York he Rangers win long. the series. He waited too long to do it. And for you fucking media guys out there, and you know who I am, I'm not going to mention names, although I could up you. Quit tweeting every time there's a big hit. Oh, should this be in the game? What do you think? Head trauma, this and that. Like, as hockey players, we realize the risk we take. We're playing for the Stanley Cup. His head was down. Meyer in the handshake gave him a handshake and said to him, yeah. great hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. Yeah. And no, we don't want to see anyone get hurt. Of course. But I'm sick of these guys tweeting out, we got to get this out of our game. It's a clean body check for them. And they're playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. You never played. Yeah. You don't know. So quit tweeting about it. I know. And drawing attention to it because every ex-player would agree or 90% of us. I don't even know us. if the visor was a good thing. No, he might have been, been better to not have a visor on. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I'd rather <laughs> well, just take nose that right. If this is Truba's shoulder, his nose went like that. Oh, man. It just squished. I would say for you and Devil's, what are you guys, Nation? Or what are you guys called? What are you, Devil's? I don't know what we are. What are you guys called? This is my tarp here, and I'm sticking to it. I would this say baby. that that might have been a little wake-up call for Timo Meyer that he may, yeah. you know, hopefully his head's okay, and he bounces back, and he yeah, can he's play. Fine. And if he can, I would expect Timo Meyer to be better against the Carolina Hurricanes because that hit will wake you up. Well, that'll like, wake you up. Yeah, usually shit. you want to get hit like that early. <laughs> you do want to get hurt early, but not like that. But you do want to get hit. You want to get hit early. You want to get hit. Totally, because take take you're game. into it. Hey, you fucking idiots! You're sleeping out here. Someone get hit. Right. I mean, someone takes- on that Rangers bench, and I like Trubo, but he waited too long. Like somebody in a TV timeout. I thought I thought Tyler Mott played a good first period. Tyler Mott was their best player. Yeah, and hence is why. And no disrespect to Tyler Mott, I love him. Barkley Goudreau, I love him. Yeah. Were, Jimmy Vc, a great player. Had. They were the best player. That's why they're yeah. getting ready to fucking go to do West right now and not play. <sighs> that that, that um, kid that signed the extension, um, the the young kid line, the big lefty. He was, he Yeah, Heedle. He wasn't anywhere to be found. Lafreniere, nowhere to be found. Uh, it's a tough, tough no, spot. It's, I think it's, about Turk and the coaching staff there. I think they're probably going to shake things up. What do you think? It's crazy. Yeah, no, you're not, you're not wrong. And it's just like last year, they go all the way to the conference finals and don't expect them to. And now there's all this pressure and. Well, they made those moves, right? Like that's they get Kane, you get Tarasenko. It's you know, yeah, you're kind of going all in. If I had any advice for Chris Jury, I would say maybe bring in a few more North American guys here, eh? a little more sandpaper. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Russian players are, are super skilled, and I've I lo- I, I enjoyed every Russian guy I played with, uh, even Ilya Bergalov, who was the craziest goalie ever. But I like Russian guys, and they're super skilled, and you do need them to win. But I think you know they got a lot of them there, and a lot of European guys. I think it might be something they want to think about. Is maybe bringing in, yeah. I don't know if there's guys out there, but that's something to me watching. They looked a little soft, you know, and slow. I agree. So I agree. Um, but anyways, something to think about on the on the betting thing. Should we look we at these the lines? Scoops. Should we look at the lines for the because we're on gambling still? Uh, should we look at like these what, what these lines are currently? Well, future? let's let's go let's go through each series right here because yeah. this is this is the Stanley Cup playoffs round two brought yes. to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code Curfew Kings. A lot of hockey left, Max and Banger. I'm down, but I'm not out, and I'm going to fucking chase it till the end. So either I'm going to be living at the Bay Club or living with Binger. I'm not sure. Panthers, Maple Leafs. What's the line on the series up, dog, if you got it pulled up there? I do, baby. What are you thinking? Leafs fans were having a nice nice night in Toronto. I, I wish I was at Marble with Peter that night. Gurgis is going to make Toronto so much Maple money. Leafs right now, round two, are the official favorites to win the stanley cup but wow. in this series they are minus 180 you're laying 180 to win 100 uh in this round and the florida panthers are plus 155 as the underdog i i tell you what tell if there's something. a team out there that wants to be the underdog it's the florida panthers they embrace it they have a great coach confident as all hell you go back to when he just absolutely shredded their whole squad and it was the fucking best 90 seconds, I think, of the last couple of weeks of the season. Uh, Big Walt chirping them in the media. All of a sudden, they get in by one point in their last game, needing teams to lose. Florida Panthers, they got nothing to lose. And I see this series being a long one. I think the Florida Panthers are going to use what they just went through. I think they're still healthy. To me, they, they, don't, look, they don't look banged up. Um, Bobrovsky did what he had to do. He's going to ride a confidence wave. What do you think? Uh, if I was to bet this, I'm betting. Are you going to bet this one? Because are I, you I, right now? I'm not right now. I haven't bet it. No, I'm probably going to stay off this one. And, and I, I'm a little gun shy. I, I have yet to bet this. Um, 
I, I picked. You know, see, I, I like I, to see. I like to watch the first game. I, by the way, I learned that off you. That's another thing I'm going to do. Jumping on the series right off the get-go cost me as well because I couldn't get a feel for the series. I was yeah. going off the regular season. And, I, I, you know, when you watch it, especially as guys that went out there and tried to win that big fucking nice pretty trophy, you can get a sense of where it's going. Yeah. Right? Like, uh-oh. Like, yeah. after game one and two with Seattle, we both realized that it was a series, right? Yeah. Now, I still thought the Avs were going to win, but I knew they weren't going to beat them at five. Um, listen, I'll start with Florida. Matty Kachuk, it goes without saying. My boy, Monty Kidfella, uh, playing unbelievable. I want to give some love to Nick Cousins, who's a good Belleville boy, uh, who I've been texting with a little bit too. Sam Bennett um, and, and Barkov. Barkov, I put on the milk carton early in the series. I thought Barky got better as the game went on. Barky, there's still more, buddy. You're a big Finnish machine. You're still more to your game. Updog, I'm a big believer in mojo and, and locker room and, and everything you just said about Paul Maurice and this team. I don't know. I'm, pay, I'm taking the Panthers in six because I believe in what they're building. Lindell has been unbelievable. I'm concerned. Can their defense slow down the buds? Can Mark Stahl, Gudes, can they slow down yeah, Marner and Matthews? But I, I'm going to take the Panthers in six just because of Maddie and what they got in that dressing yeah. room. Listen, I, I know eventually this is going to get to a shootout style of, of series, right? Mm -hmm. I think Toronto wants that to happen. Toronto For wants sure. Marner and Matthews and, you know, Bunting and Taveras. They want these guys out there in these long, drawn-out shifts that have chances at both ends mm -hmm. because once Marner can get the puck on a stick in the ozone when the team is tired, that's where the Toronto Maple Leafs, that's where they're at their best. That's when, that's when Matthews gets his cookies. That's when Marner starts holding on to the puck for 10, 20, 30 seconds at a time. And that's where they beat teams, grind them down. Totally. So I think that, you know, looking how the Florida Panthers loosened up their game, um, you know, and, and it starts with our boy on the back end. On a, on tour. Playing like a forward, getting oh, fucking chances. And so I, I see this being a back and forth series. And, and to me, that's kind of why I think Toronto's going to win this one. What, how many games you want to tell? How many games? I think it's going to be Toronto in, uh, in six. Toronto in six. And for you, if there's any young defensemen out there listening, if you hear a guy say play on your toes, watch Brandon Montour. As a defenseman, that's called playing on your toes. That's anticipating. That's getting down the wall. You know, this kid is, is, is taking the game on. Um, and, you know, me and you have talked a lot about USA Hockey and building it down here. Well, you got Matthews versus Kachuk. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'll arguably two of the best, the two best American born players right now. Right like, now I, I sure. mean, I would take Maddie just because I love Maddie. He's been good to us and I like his fuck you. And I love Austin Matthews too. Don't get me wrong. But Maddie Kachuk to me is like, fuck, he goes yeah. in that uppy. Yeah. Listen, I, I saw Trevor Zegers yesterday. He said the same thing. I would have, I think Austin Matthews is, uh, I think Austin Matthews is the best goal scorer, but I think Maddie Kachuk is the best American player right now. Like he'll be the best. He arguably is the best player in the first round Love last round. He's the yeah. best player in this series, I think, right now. 11 points in seven games. How are you? 16 pims plus five. I want to get your opinion on this. I was happy for, for everyone in Toronto, the fans the other night. I'm happy for Peter Gurgis. He's printing money at Marble. And what's his other one called? Mademoiselle's. Um, Mademoiselle's. Yeah. yeah. He's got the game on it. We should maybe. He's got the game on a fucking yeah, big screen. I mean, I'm open. It looks I, unreal. I, I, Let's go. Let's book the flight. Open. Let's go. If you're the Toronto Maple Leafs ups, are, are you like, okay, Monkey off the back. We we finally did it. Let's go win the Stanley Cup. Or monkey off your back. Fuck it. Now we got nothing to lose because if we lose, nobody's going to say anything because we we did win the first round. Uh, witnessing the way 
you know, Sheldon Keefe was on the bench, uh, the way Kyle Dubas was celebrating in the crowd. This goes back to like the David Poyle days of you <laughs> when like you win a playoff series and it's like, they think it's the fucking Stanley Cup. Yeah, I did say that to the boys after we beat the Ducks. I said, boys, it's like, it's guys, one round. What the- we got to play the Canucks next, the President's Trophy winners. Now or- enjoy it. Enjoy it. You beat Tampa and yeah. they've been working you for, you know, no, go the last get six, drunk seven, seven years. Yeah, there, now, yeah. Now, like, I don't know. If I was to look in and think as a player in this round, and maybe let's just focus on game one tonight. I, I think the Florida Panthers, I think they get beat tonight. Well, I, I think like Toronto is going to play a solid game. Um, and that they got their attention back in practice. Uh, they've had a couple more days off than, than Florida. I, I just see, I see, I see Toronto being dialed in to start this series. Well, there is this, uh, you know, and we're going to get to the next series that starts tonight. Uh, you would say coming off a seven game series that, that the advantage goes to Toronto, yeah. right? Yeah. Florida was just in a, a war. They were down three, one, their, yeah. their emotions high. There could be a little dip tonight. Yeah. So I would agree with you on that aspect. Um, cool little thing here. You know, you were you were more of a Florida Panther than me. They are not allowing any Canadian residents in the rink in Florida. You must be a U.S. resident to get a ticket to the Florida Panthers versus Toronto Maple Leafs. So they're not saying you're coming in here and taking over our barn Leafs nation. So yeah. good for Vinny Viola and the Hell Florida yeah. Panthers saying, yeah. "Fuck you, boys. We're gonna keep it rocking down yeah, here in yeah, South yeah. Florida." One hundred percent. Yeah. You think you think the Florida people are getting tickets in Toronto? Not a chance. People in Toronto can't even get tickets in Toronto. I know. Well, pay to play. It's going to be a great series. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, good on the so Leafs. I got it's the Leafs in six. I got the Panthers in six. Maddie, keep her humming here. Next, Kraken, your Seattle Kraken versus the Dallas Stars. Go ahead, fella. Stay hot. Uh, uh, this is a good series. I threw out a little text to our boy Billy Quinn last night. Billy, what do you want, fella? <laughs> so two to one here. Dallas two Stars one, are minus, minus 205. It's gone up. It started at minus 190. Whoa. It's gone up. Seattle Kraken plus 175. See this, this, I'm going to, I might wait because I think Dallas is going to win game one. Yeah. I bet I'm going to, I'm going to wait to throw a little tickler at this series when Seattle gets to like plus two twenty. Are you going to bet Dallas tonight? Cause I already did. Are you going to bet them or are you going to just, what's the line? I got it at minus minus one seventy five. No, but I will bet the over in this game. So I'm going to bet the over. So you're that committed. So I respect this. You're that committed to the crack and that even the book says and your expertise as an ex player that Dallas is going to win. you still don't want to cheer against them. You're, you're pot committed to Seattle. I, 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 I'm, I'm giving you a call. Yeah, like, like, well, I just don't want to lay this line on on Dallas. Well, what's what's the what's the the game tonight? Because you're betting the game, right? I bet the game at minus one seventy five. Um, you bet the game at minus one seventy five. Okay, yeah, tonight Dallas. Yeah, so it's minus one sixty five now on on. <sighs> Ooh, so Seattle. And uh, oh, no money line minus one eighty. So people are taking Dallas. Yeah. Plus 155. Um, over five and a half. So see, uh, these goalies were both great, right? In the first round. But I think both teams can score. I, I see this game being, you know, 4-1, 5-1. Now listen, uh, yeah, I took Dallas in seven. Yeah. Um, are you worried at all from Seattle's perspective of Grubauer? Okay, he played his old team, right? Another thing I didn't take into consideration. He played his old team that shipped him out of town. They've won their first playoff series. They're patting each other on the back. Everything's good. Do you think Grubauer will still be just as hungry like against Dallas? Or will That's a good be, point. You know, to me, I don't know. And Yanni Gord, who I loved, led their team in scoring, I believe, with six points in the first round. And, and Rope hints, man. This guy, you, you, you told nasty. me, so he's nasty. And he's to nasty. me, the difference is Ottinger 
And the Dallas Stars, they proved something to me against the Minnesota Wild. I, I, I would have put them in the category of I thought they were a little soft. Now, the way the game's being called, the way it's going, it didn't help the Minnesota Wild, but Dallas proved a lot to me. Yeah. You know, Ottinger was great. Their D are good. Sagan's been unbelievable. Yeah. Does Pavelski play tonight? I'm not sure. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I love Dallas, actually. The way I look at Dallas's team, I, I love Jamie Benn. I like Sags. I like Heskinen. I love Rope Hints. I like Fasca. I love Ottinger. There's a lot of things in Dallas. I, I like the you coach. Love Peter Quinn. You love Billy Quinn. I love Billy Quinn. Those, yeah, but by the way, we got to go hit Preston Trails. I am. Now. No, but listen, this is, that's how I am with the Panthers and Maple Leafs, too. Like, this is the second time I went against the Leafs. I, I I got no problem with the Leafs going on a run here, just so everyone's yeah, clarifying. Like I, I got no problem with Fact Daddy and the Leafs going to the Stanley Cup final and, and, and losing to the Edmonton Oilers. I got no problem with that. Yeah. But like I it's not like I'm cheering against the Leafs, but I just I, I I'm a believer in what the Matty Kachuk and Paul Maurice and the boys are doing for yeah. So don't get me wrong. I know what you're feeling in this series. What yeah, so and in Seattle, like I want to have I, I've been on them, right? The last little yeah, bit. I, I been, want these guys to dark horse their way through the playoffs and everyone kind of doubt what they could do and and then they win by collection. They win by, you know, team play. Um, but fuck, I don't know. It's going to be tricky. My boy Schwartzy, like he's fucking, he's a warrior. Played great. Played unbelievable. Was probably their best player, wasn't he? Yeah, I would say so. Um, will McCann be back? So listen, Yanni Gord, six points in seven games. Schwartzy had two, five points in seven. Like, can they keep scoring? Can they keep up the Dallas? How many guys have one goal on that squad? So you're going with depth. You're going with depth scoring, right? That's a good point by you. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve guys scored a goal. That's that's, that's, that's impressive. That's fucking that's right. That's sprinkling around. Where some guys are like fighting it because they can't score. Like no, a there's team more than that. There's Sorry. sixteen. I sixteen. Think. You're sixteen right. guys. Yeah, you're right. So, and that's why they beat Colorado Avalanche right there is because they they got fourth line guys fucking scoring. They scored the first goal in fucking every game. Don't I know it? Right? Don't I fucking know it, bro? Crazy. Yeah. They they beat the Colorado Avalanche because the Avs had no depth. Yeah. And the Seattle was good. So I, I think it's going to be so, a good so series. You got, what do you got? I Dallas got Dallas and, and seven. Wow. Okay. So you do like you see there's a little belief in the crack in there to get this. I'm gonna oh, take. They, hey, they proved, a, take, they proved a shit ton too. I'm gonna take Seattle in seven. And another thing, I'll say, I, I love what Seattle's building up there. I yeah. love Johnny Forslund. I love Eddie O. I watched their broadcast a lot. Yeah, they play hard. I love David. Ha you're the one pissing me off about Seattle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just, so put, put, just so everyone's clear, you're the fucking one on. that's pissing me off about Seattle. Why? Not the fans, not the city. No, but I'm you. I, I'm just and flowers are pissing me off. All right. No, but listen, I. I love that you've embraced it and you were right. And that was a huge win, but they've showed me a lot ups like the way. Yeah. They, and again, and, and you were right about this waiting, waiting for the, like after game one, I went, uh Oh, this is yeah. completely different. But I did take Colorado after game one at minus minus one twenty five. I lost that one too. So I did take it again, but it was definitely to me. Uh Oh yeah, for sure. This is on. So well, who do you got? Dallas or Seattle? Did you pick? I take Seattle and seven, Seattle and seven. Do we want to go to game seven in Dallas if it happens? 100%. We'll text Billy. 100%. Yeah. We're going on the road here this round. Yeah. By the way, huh. I just, tell me where so I can tell you Christina. You tell me where. I got Toronto, Florida. I got, my schedule's wide open. Let's go Toronto, Florida. As long as I do this game, podcast game, with you, I, I'm good. Let's go game. Uh, well, we're going to Cabo on let's Wednesday. Let's go game four. No, next Wednesday. But let's go four or five. Where? Florida? Florida, Toronto, boom. <laughs> 
When would that be? I'm in. So we go, we fly out for game four in Florida. Okay, let me look. Which will be on. It's not out yet, but it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday. Yeah. So let's do Saturday, Monday, back home Tuesday morning. But Saturday, Monday would be game three and four in Florida. Oh, fuck. Oh, four and five. So we can't do four and five. We can't do four and five. But we could go to Florida. We could go Toronto. We could leave for Toronto tomorrow and do <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. We could leave tomorrow. And then do Saturday in Florida, come back Sunday. We could go, we could go catch game. We could go catch game two in Toronto Thursday night. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, Thursday yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, leave we- tomorrow. And then do Saturday in Florida and come back. Yeah, we could. Let's talk about it after the show here. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> All right, and we continue on here. And another one, the updog, his New Jersey Devils. Every yeah, series, so let me ask you, you start off this show, so I'm excited to hear your pick in this. Yeah, I, I am. yeah okay, I am. I'll start it off. Um, you know, the Devils, like we said earlier, they, they proved something to me. They got a great team speed. Their defense has length. And Ken Danico said it from the start of the year. And Daniel, you were right. This goaltender, I don't even know how to say his name, Schmied. <laughs> Crazy to me. I love that Freddie Anderson's back between the pipes. I don't think New Jersey offense scares Carolina that much. I think Carolina can keep up with the pace of play. I think they're a better all-around team. I think Sebastian Ajo is just as good as anyone besides maybe Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is probably better than him, skill-wise. Um, I like the Hurricanes. I got the Hurricanes, and let me double Plus check. 110. So that's I actually... I bet them in the series, yes. Okay. That's, good. that's good value. Uh, let me just look here real quick. I got the Hurricanes in seven. I got the Hurricanes in seven. I love Rod the Broad. Um, and I like Freddie Anderson between the pipes. I'm going to go Devils in, uh, Devils in six. Devils in six. Devils in six. Um, this game, see, I might sit. How's this one for like the ratings? Like, is this one, are people knocking down the door to watch Devils Hurricanes on TNT and ESPN? Like, is this no. a good? Is this a sexy series? No, but we want the Devils to come out of this series. If we want for for atmosphere, although I would like to go to Carolina. <laughs> Carolina, we could play golf in Carolina. We could I play know. golf in Jersey too. Um. So yeah, I mean, no. The the answer to that is no. The Rangers, Hurricanes, you know, they would have been watching that. But this is a Jack Hughes, man. This he gets so many breakaways, man. He's how does so, he get so shifty? Many, like how it's does he a, get so many it's breakaways? A, the most unique skating style I've ever seen, actually. Isn't it? How about your boy Stasny? Three goals in the first yeah, round. Yeah, fucking Stas, man. You want to talk about balance scoring? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight guys scored in the first round for Carolina. Is that good? In five games, pretty good, yeah. yeah. Did they win in six or five? They, they won, won in six. Uh, six. I mean, that's not bad. That's probably, I'd say, average. Yeah, average of the road, but Stefan Nason four points in six games. I know he's. By the way, I haven't had him in Dallas when he and, he and I were in Dallas's training camp. We got released the same morning. I remember looking at him, just going, "Fuck, what are you doing now?" He's like, "I'm just gonna chill," and you know. And then he went to fucking Wilkes. I think he went to Wilkes Bear after, and yeah. then and then ignited his career back through the AHL and had a chance. He played with Pittsburgh that year, and I'm like, "Fuck, go to the net." Goes to the net. Goes to the net. He's realized. He's also playing five, five on three power play. Yeah, I know. Right in front of the net. And now would he have stood in front of the net when we played? No. 
But whatever, he stands there now. I mean, I like Nace. He's, I, I played with him in San Diego. He's a first rounder. I, I never thought he was even going to play, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, but he's done a great job. Yep. He's done a great job. So I think to me, it comes down to Freddie Anderson. And obviously, Rod the Bob maybe goes back to Ranta if he has to. But Freddie, my man, this is your time to shine. So uh, Hurricanes is seven. Frosty, his hair is so good. I know I said it. It's just he looks so good back then. I know. It's hard not to cheer for Frosty. I know, but you're, you're not. You're cheering for the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my money on the. There's a difference between cheering and who you got your money on, too, by the way. Yeah, I know. You, it's a business fucking decision. I know, but you could easily just put I your money on the I can't cheer for the Devils, Devils now. And, and, and Frosty, I love it. I love Jack Hughes, man. The kid's cool. He's fucking so, sick so, player. So you're just... The fans. Okay, so you're yeah. betting with your fucking heart here. Am I? Yeah, because you're not betting on maybe the team that is No, better. I think the Hurricanes got better. I think they're a better okay, team. Okay, well, then that's fair. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, the Edmonton Oilers versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Another one up here now where I'm torn because I love Jack Eichel, Todd Pickup, Tom Riley. Uh, I want them to win. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, want, just, I can't wait for this series, and I, I want to get to a game. Yeah. I just think 97 and 29, when I, when I woke up after all the first round and how disappointed I was with everything that happened, I think Connor McDavid and Juliana Dreisaitl looked at the league and said, who's going to take it from us? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Boston's gone. Colorado's gone. Tampa's gone. If they knock these guys out, I mean, there's still some good teams left. Don't get me wrong. But would you not say it's Connors to lose? Yeah. Yeah. And I want it to be that way. Yeah. And he's due. I mean, he needs to win one. Connor McDavid needs to hold the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. It's what hockey needs. Um, and I think he's close to it. We're witnessing it that live Saturday night with you and the boys. Um, that was great, by the way. He's, he's a man on a mission. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm taking Oilers in six. I got Oilers in six too. Yeah. And Sean May, that was the guy's name, right? Sean May. He's beauty. a beauty. And yeah. the Oilers have been great to us. Uh, we have a lot of Oilers fans that listen to the podcast. We got an Oilers t-shirt coming out uh, for you people. Me and the Updog designed it. Um, so help us out. Wear it to the game. It's going to be buttery soft. I think they're pretty cool tees, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, it'll be cool. They so, orange out there, right? They In the games, they're, they're wearing blue now. Dude, but the fans? I don't know what the I think it's a mixture of blue and orange, right? I think it's a yeah, mixture. Yeah, so that's why. Did I did I write on the group text? You did a baby blue one and a nice baby blue one, yeah. Yeah, so we do the orange and, and the, the baby, baby blue, blue. Yeah. but with the same logo in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's juice. Yeah, it's juice. Uh, I love Vegas. This one's, this one's tough for me, but I'm, I'm with you. I, I just, for all those things I just said, and I think it's time for Connor McDavid to, yeah. you know, get her done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Tea times. Tea Times presented by our good friends at TaylorMade. Check it out. We got some raffles coming up. Maxi's got some cool shit with Princey. We got drivers. We got irons. We got balls. We got towels. We got fucking teas. We got it all. Um, Updog, is there any team you want to kind of... We don't have to go through all of them. Um, you want me to start with some of these teams that... Yeah, well, why, don't we start, why don't we start with Rick Bonus's comments, what you thought about Bonesy? You know, yeah, yeah. lighting up the Winnipeg Jets. What do you think's up for them? <sighs> this was this was tough. Um, I like the Jets. I, I thought they're you know for having to live in Winnipeg. I thought they gave it a great effort. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well said. Um, listen, Rick Bonus. Uh, I got to see him in Dallas. Obes. First thing he said to me, he talked about you. He laughed. He's a yeah. great guy. Respect from the older players, which I love. Um, you know, I don't think he need to do what he had to, you know, I don't know yeah. why he took it. You probably got a better uh, opinion with words on this than me, but 
I think he was trying to call out one particular guy. Yeah. Maybe that wears the C. Or uh, used to. Or yeah. used to. Yeah. Uh, and, and just because, you know, there was no Shifley on the ice. Kyle Connor, I think, tries hard. He's just, you know, he sometimes looks like he might be scared of his own shadow, but he is a, a, a dynamic player. Like yeah. he's, I don't think he changed the way he played, but he didn't do anything extra. Yeah. But, you know, Blake Wheeler, I think, on that lineup is the guy that was was the culprit of this rant. I think it's it should be done behind closed doors, or maybe the message needs to be sent maybe media day, two days down the road. Yeah. Um, but he let his emotions get to them. Um, and, and I've done dumb things, too, when I lose. It, it, you know, we, we have some low points in our yeah. personalities <laughs> no, come we- out when, when we suffer from defeat, right? No, we totally do it. So, I, and I, I think, think this was just one of those yeah, cases. And I think like Bonesy dealing with the media all year in Winnipeg and going back to January and February where they struggled and then Bonesy had to call them out down the stretch and they found their way in. And uh, I just think, if you ask Bonesy, he probably wishes he didn't say it, but he's an emotional guy. Yeah. I love Rick Bonus. Like Bonesy's fired up. He comes in every morning. He's ready to be at the rink. He loves the National Hockey League. He loves yeah. it. He really does. And I just think, me personally, I think it's time for Blake Wheeler to probably leave town. I think you're right. I think that's who it was directed to. He's been a good Winnipeg Jet. Move on. And for Bonesy, he probably wishes he had a mulligan maybe just to not. Yeah. But he was emotional. You just got your ass kicked in game five. It's like, it sucks. Yeah. And I it think it, Bones truly believed that they had a chance totally. in that series. They had a better goaltend. They had a yeah. better goalie. Um, they had a better, you know, opportunity to win these games at home that they've let, that they've, that fell apart. Totally. Um and the difference in these games is maybe the effort that he saw Vegas's players put in and his players didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, just a low point, you know, like, like kind of just letting your emotions show. And, you know, some of the smartest people in the world, you know, and, and greatest players have these moments. But it's, you know, keeping those in check, I think, is important. Yeah. Bonesy, Bonesy just needs to get back on the golf course. Bonesy, get out there, yeah. tee it up, get that nice swing going. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, John Cooper. Coop, I love you, buddy. Uh, what a run. I mean, one thing if you want to take away from the Colorado Avalanche, which I want, I want to say a little something about the Avs, like this just proves to what Tampa's done the last few years even more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For, for this, we're all looking at this like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Shitty. But, like, but we're also like, what a fucking run. What a fucking run. Yeah. And they still got their core. They still got their guys. Much deserved time off. Take some time yeah. off, boys. Get <laughs> totally. the fuck away. Don't touch your gear. If I was Coop, I'd say, boys, don't touch your gear till August. Yeah. Like, just get away from the game. And Coop 2, get to Gaza Ranch, get relaxed, and they're going to be fine. They should have won that series. And yeah, they should have. They should have yeah. won it 4-1, to be honest with you. I know. Uh, but they need some much-deserved time off, so they will be back. Uh, I'm not too worried about them. They just they deserve a vacation, yeah. is what I'm saying there. Uh, and then the Colorado Avalanche, I love the Avs. I love Altitude TV. I love Kyle Keefe. Uh, I love Nate McKinnon. I love the uh, Landy. They're going to be fine. But Joe... You got to get some depth for these guys. And now, Uppy, can you can you make it a culture like Tampa where you can talk veteran guys to come in for a haircut, right? Because the cap's only going to go up a million bucks. Can you sell Denver like Julian Breesbaugh and Coop sell Tampa? I know it's easier in Florida with the state tax, but they need to get some guys in there that, listen, we're going to win another one. You want to be part of it. Here's your 1.5. Yeah. They need depth up front. They can need I be some honest about depth. this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, please do. Do players, you know, is Nate McKinnon... Is is he the guy to come in and and like lead the school? Whose team is this? this is McCarr's team? It's Landy's team. Yeah, Landy's. So got Landy needs to come Let's back. Let's hope he, he Landy gets the, back. He's the common denominator on that group. Hundred percent. 
Hundred no, percent. And, and actually, I apologize close. there. Yeah. But when in this sort of series, I know you where you're saw, going with that. Like, I know where you're going. You with know, because Sidney Crosby, you could easily be like, "I'm coming into play for Sid." Yeah, like hundred percent. You know, yeah. Anze Kopitar, I'm coming into play with Kopi totally. Dowdy. Um, and and but I just I know Nate McKinnon wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, he's gonna have like a, you know, when we talk about this this time off right here. You know, he was planning on playing hockey into the fucking summertime here. How is he going to like affect this? Is he going to yeah. like, is he going to sit with his, you know, leaders on that team and say, guys, like, like who, who, who can we go get? Like, I, you know, if I'm Kale McCarr and I'm McKinnon and I'm Landy, I'm sitting in that room and I'm, I'm talking with Joe and I'm saying, who in this league can we, you know, replace the, you know, when we got rid of Kadri, like we, we need to address that. Helm is probably done. Cogliano is probably done. Yeah. You know, we need veteran guys now. Like, who, who can we call to say, listen, we're building something here. We still have this team. Bo Byram's young player. He's still with us. Yeah. No, their D are locked and loaded. Yeah. And, and I've been hard on this guy, Sam Gerrard. I don't know him, but it's time to trade this kid too, in my opinion. Now, Eric Johnson, he may leave town as a UFA, so I, I, they're going to have to get somebody for him. But I think you could trade Sam Gerrard for a good young forward or, or a legit top nine forward. And then you got to go out and get a second line center that you can talk into probably taking a haircut and coming in there and being like, listen, you come in here, we're going to win another Stanley Cup. I think Gorgiev's a goalie. Yeah. I thought he was better than Kemp for this year to me. I, and just on the eye test for me, I watched a lot of Avs games. I think he's legit number one. And this team will be back. But they missed Landis Cog tremendously. And they have no depth up front. And that's why they're not playing. Yeah. So, so. Um, and I love the fans there. That's a great barn. I mean, they're not going anywhere, in my opinion. I mean, so. listen, Denver's buzzing too. Right? Denver's it's buzzing. a great place to live. Good families. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Minnesota Wild. Um, love this team. Uh, Marcus Foligno. We're going to have him in the pod in a couple weeks. Um, I just feel bad for these guys. I don't think they could play their game the way they wanted to. They missed Erickson Eck. They missed Sundstrom. Yeah. Uh, you hear Erickson Eck try to play with a broken leg, right? Is that what it was? He took one shift. He tried to play with a broken leg. Tried to play with a broken leg. I mean, that's, but that's, you that's know, what on. you got to try to do come playoff time. I, where the break is, is one thing, but try to play the broken leg. Now, now going back was, to my gambling thing, yeah. could they come out and say that he's trying to play with a broken leg? I, I Probably know. not, right? You couldn't say, hey, he's playing with a broken leg. They'd be like, are you nuts? So maybe that's why they don't do it, but. Yeah, but, but then we look at it as like, well, what the fuck? Why isn't he playing? Yeah. Like what, what oh. is, as an ex-athlete, you're like, what part of his body is banged up that you can't play in these games? And usually it's like, you have a fucking torn ab muscle. You can't like get out of bed or your know, fucking knees on sideways. Yeah, exactly. What is it? What is it? Because um, we got our Sazich on it. We want to know, but they're definitely missing something in, in mini. And I love Billy Guerin. And I know we both love Dean Evison. Uh, Marcus Fleer is one of my favorite players in the league. KK97 is a legit superstar. Do you got to find someone to play with him? Is Zuccarella the guy? I, I don't know. There's Dumba's going to be a UFA. Billy Garen's got, got some work to do here because yeah. they're missing something. Like I thought they were going to beat Dallas, the refereeing in certain games early in the series, yeah. whatever, but they didn't. So they got to figure it out. Yeah. And maybe Dallas, you know, maybe the underlying, you know, common denominator here is the Dallas stars were just fucking good. They just, they got really good at, yeah. at the right time. No, and, 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 and they rallied around losing Pavelski. How like good that, was the Max Domi pickup? I sat on, I his, I sat on our podcast yeah. and pleaded to teams for fucking two weeks for the deadline. Go get this guy. And Dallas got him at the fucking five minutes before the deadline. Like, he's been unbelievable for yeah. him. Like, yeah, you're right. So, uh, but you would agree with me that, that Kirill's 
Kirill the Thrill is a legit superstar. Like he's that's a superstar. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a superstar. He ain't going anywhere. He's the league's. T- he's a top five, arguably player in the league. Yeah, isn't he? I yeah, think I, so. I agree. And uh, some wild fans. I've got to know him over the, the year of my social media because I have been cheering for him. Great fans, great building. I used to love playing there. Yeah, I love that barn. Uh, didn't love the. What was the, the hotel little, called? St. Paul Hotel. <laughs> didn't love that. Up. Didn't Skinny love that. walls there. Um, Boston Bruins up dog. I just want to start this off. Obviously, terrible loss. But if that's the last time we see Patrice Bergeron, um, what a career. I think it was the way he was hugging the boys. And I, I got a little emotional watching it. I don't know if it was because of my money or because <laughs> of, of Patrice. But I was fucking, I was on the couch hungover crying. Uh, Patrice, I was crying yeah. too, man. Uh, so up, I don't know if you want to, but what, no, a, what, what a, a career and, and what a leader. And give him a front office job immediately. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. Um, I think the Boston Bruins make an effort to keep him. And then he's a guy that becomes, you know, team president or team, yeah. he's a GM or Up president. There he really. um, you know, you just hear the stories about what he, he goes around and he, he speaks to like players in the minors or he grabs a guy, young guy and takes it for lunch and he does all the right things. Um, you know, they'll eventually name a trophy after this guy. He played so fucking yeah. good. He has such a great career. Yeah. Could have won a couple more. Um, yeah, no, hats off to him. Tough way to go out, but you did it in your own barn. Um, fuck. He was Tough playing one. with a herniated disc in his back. Crazy. That would hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, bulged. Yeah, fucking yeah. A. That would hurt. You're damn right. So anyways, um, New York Rangers, I think we ripped them enough. We'll see what Chris Drury does there. But that was Tea Times brought to you by our good friends at TaylorMade. Like I said, we got some cool shit coming out. Eh? Damn right. We got drivers. Yeah, man, everything, yeah. bro. By the way, we got to fill that bag up with some clubs. We got to fill that bag up with some nuggets too. You always need nuggets. So uh, the milk carton presented by our good friends at Life Force promo code curfew for 20% off. I'm going. The bread man. You're on my fucking milk carton, bud. It was an embarrassing effort in game seven. He didn't have a goal, I don't think, all series or a point. Did he have a point? I don't think he had a point ups. Uh, Panarin, you're on my milk carton. This kid I love, McAvoy. I like him as a player. He's old school. Yeah. I got to put you on your, on the milk carton for game seven. He was all over the place. He was throwing yeah. pizzas. He was just all over the place. You're on my milk carton. Uh, anybody else you want to throw on there before I, I move her on? Or? Um, no, you know what? No, no. I just, I, I questioned the, the move to put the backup goalie in for Boston. Like yeah. I, I, I question I that. Agree. I, I wouldn't question a lot of things that my boy Monty and Boston were doing yeah. this year. Yeah. You don't switch up. You don't put a backup goalie in game seven. At home, that's just, I don't care if Olmark had the shits or, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I was shocked that Swayman was starting. Why? Why is he starting? That's like milk carton type shit. Yeah. And I love Monty. I don't I care if you lay, to him through you at the I know, but I don't care if you, if, if Olmark lays fucking uh, like a, you know, a snowman the day, the day before. It's if you're going to play him in game six on the road, you got to go back to him in game seven. It's his, he's the best it's his trophy net. winner. It's yeah, his yeah, net. It's his net. So, anyway. But we don't know what was going on. But you're right. Uh, milk cart presented by our presented by Life Force promo code curfew. Last but not least, get this guy a beer by our good friends at Labatt Blue USA. Yamamoto. <laughs> get him a Yamamoto. Pint. I never doubted you, fella. I never doubted Yamo, you. Do you want a little me? twisted wrist over the guy's shoulder? I heard Lunk was talking about goalies going down all the time on TNT the other day. Shoot it high. Short side titty. Yamamoto. Get this guy a beer up. I never dealt with him. Did you run into him? Uh, he was right there. I didn't talk yeah. to him. I was drunk as a skunk. I didn't yeah, think yeah. that would be the time. But he was talking to his family. He seemed happy. He just scored the series winner. Get this guy a blue light. Yeah. Clem Clawson. Get him a 
fucking beast. By the way, I went to say hi to him I after know. the game. He's like, ah, oh, nice to meet you. I said, I fucking had you, you <laughs> dumb, you know. Well, he was probably young, didn't know, eh? He, no, he just, there was other fans around when I went up to say, and then I went, buddy, it's Upshaw. And it, I said Uppy, and he's like, ah. Oh. And then uh, and then as I said, my last name. Well, you're so lean right now. You probably didn't recognize yeah, you. Yeah, I was you're, running the show. You're not jacked like you were back playing. What a game he had. Glenn I Costa, mean, I love that see, guy. That's why I think the Oilers have a chance because they got tougher and they have more they have more jam. But when a guy in in a game like that, you can't just rely on fucking McDavid and Dry Settle. Everyone needs to step no, and, up. And, and the Mc, Oilers did. And that McDavid was said that in this press conference. He said, if for these people that are saying this is a two or three man team, we had two goalies play. We had Yamamoto score the winning goal in the series. We had Clem Costin score goals. It was well said by Connor McDavid that this is a fucking team. Uh, Yamamoto never doubted you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Matty Kachuk, my boy, Monty, kid, fella. Get those boys a blue light. Um, they're right back in it. They don't even have time to enjoy a blue light, although I'm sure Matty had a couple on the bird from Boston to Toronto. Uh, love Monty, kid. Uh, we both love Matty Kachuk. Yeah, they played unbelievable. Yeah. Get him a blue light. And then your boy, Rope Hints. I mean, talk about a guy that fucks. This guy... Like, look out. He looks like a fucking thoroughbred slash Clydesdale like a slash like gazelle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who? A gazelle. Oh. Or you thought I said gazelle? Gazelle. Yeah. Is that a- Isn't a gazelle a, like, like that just runs long? A gazelle? I don't know what that is. What's a gazelle, Bing? I don't know. Look at this fucking effort he's putting in it's over It's like here. what the lions eat, you know? The oh, cheetahs chase down fast, a gazelle. Right? They're fast, They're fast. He's a fucking jaguar. Oh, okay. he's a jaguar then. <laughs> get him a fucking car, but get him a blue light. He's leading the league in play playoff scoring. Man, up dog. This guy's unbelievable. Who, who's got him? In Cody. Fantasy? Cody's got him. Oh, he's got him. And then last but not least, this one's for you. The top one there. Say it out. Say it proud. The Kraken shot blocking ability. I mean, they've been just blocking biscuits. I know. See, that's that's winning pedigree, Mr. Blocking biscuits. By the way, that barn is great. We got to get up there too. Fucking Seattle, man. I've never been there. Golfing? Fucking golfing. I can I don't need to go to Seattle to shoot 85. I can shoot 85 right here. And last but not least, Weegsy baby. Get this guy a blue light. He says they need a new barn and they get a new barn. So Weegsy baby, good on you. Get him a blue light. Love that kid. Better days for the flames ahead. Mark my words. Better days ahead. I I would uh, agree. We won't have to wait in that pistol line at the Salad Dome anymore. Tough pistol line. Stinky. I'm not gonna bet you anything this series. Because you know what? I don't trust myself. Did, did we have any other bets? Or? No, you fucking won your Camus. I got you 2-0. Oh, I owe man. you a ball of Camus for, for the Devils Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I wasted a lot of my winter watching hockey, you know? Like I, 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 I know. Why did I watch it? For what reason? To, to the, just play just, an egg no. in the playoffs or what? No, I could have went to Cobble a few more times. Yeah, maybe you Hawaii, got a better feel. Aspen. You got a feel for the players, like the, the milk cartons. I don't got See, a like, feel you gotta for watch, shit. You got to watch it so you know who to put on the milk carton. Put myself yeah. on the milk carton. Yeah, well, you could have. I should have. Yeah. Why didn't I hedge it up? Why didn't I hedge it? That's okay. I you get them back. Listen, buddy, I love you. I keep going. Stay hot. For listeners out there, I you might want to ride the up dog. So, uh, Maxi Binger, Hall Pass Media, you guys are the best. That was missing curfew. Hello. Go Cats. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? 
What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.